this episode. Yes. It's all downhill from here. Dad bods for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are my mouth sounds coming through? They sound horrible, so great. Good, good, good. <laughs> okay, we're ready to go. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about video games? Yeah, let's talk about video games. I am Joey. And I'm Ari. This is Waz Curated Indie Games. I did that a little backwards this time. <laughs> it's like I'm still half asleep. <laughs> Well, we just came out of Thanksgiving to date this, so when it comes out in six months, people will be like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you're still on that turkey high. Yeah. Turk we, high. I think I've had leftovers for four of my five last meals. You selfish bastard. It's been amazing. Yeah, no, we, we go to other people's, uh, so usually I'll so just... So you just don't have any. Well, usually I'll just buy a turkey and make it for myself because I'm so bummed that I don't have <laughs> leftovers. Okay. <laughs> So that's just, one way to deal with it. We just got back in town, but my plan is to do that maybe tomorrow or something. <laughs> Get like a 14-pound turkey just for two people yeah, and perfect. a dog. And well, yeah, Lemmy will take take yeah. most of it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it, and uh, another Steam sale kind of dropped out of nowhere. I know, and I was like, I I didn't even I haven't even bought anything because it was like I literally just bought what they I wanted. They did a Halloween sale. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks ago. They're gonna do a Christmas sale. <laughs> like, is it? We're on a monthly sale schedule now. Like. Usually when the sales happen, you get an email. It's like 700 things on your wish list are on sale. And this time it was like 20. I have 30, I think. Yeah, something. But it's it's not, it's still in the, the theme of since we're going to do more sales, we're going to do ones that are less exciting. Yeah. Well, I think developers are just not participating as much because it's like we just did this. And we don't need to. Like, yeah. Games are still selling. I bought one thing. And the reason I bought it is because I already own it. <laughs> Like, I'm only going to buy it on sale, but I rebought Helldivers. Okay. Because I really like that game. Yeah. And William was going to buy it and play it with me, and then his laptop broke. Ooh. <laughs> so I bought him an early birthday gift of Helldivers of whenever his laptop is fixed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy anything. Because, I mean, it's also, I guess, they're competing with Black Friday sales. Yeah. So I didn't buy anything on Steam, but I bought stuff on the Nintendo Switch store. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing I was looking at was Donkey Kong um they had it was pretty good sale i mean some things were like pretty heavily marked down i bought dead cells um it's see a lot of that stuff i probably just have yeah it was it was only it was five bucks off so instead of 25 it was 20 which is still a really good game yeah it was and then uh i bought that like magical numbers neo geo fucking thing that you were talking about money puzzle exchange yeah there you go oh you bought that <laughs> yeah i bought it because i figured i was going out of town for thanksgiving and i if people wanted to play a switch the only games i had that are multiplayer are tumblestone and mario kart so i figured i'd just get that too it was seven bucks yeah what do you have you played it i played it a little it's weird so it's just it, it's straight up a port from mame yeah to switch i thought it would, they would make it a little more slick for that, seven bucks there's two companies one is called is uh done by hamster and the other is that johnny turbo's arcade that um all they do is port arcade games i thought they would make it at least a little bit slicker than no yeah, it's no. just a straight it feels like playing an emulator which to me like even if the game's really good it like feels yeah like yeah. a bummer for because I can get a MAME emulator, I can play in a like browser a MAME emulator. The reason I was fine with buying Money Puzzle 
is I couldn't get the MAME working. Oh, I tried okay, for okay. hours to get that working. Well, I'm glad I jump start, jumped yeah, that. It's it's really good. And Kim and I have gotten our money's worth out of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've only I play opened up the first player single player just like solo just to tinker around with it to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Um, when you get someone else you're playing against that is also good, it makes the game frantic and like yeah, more intense. I can I can feel that because it's it's already like pretty intense. It like it moves down, like the whole world shifts and it keeps adding more numbers pretty quick. It's mm-hmm. not very forgiving. Yeah. Um, but I I only li- I only played it like literally five or ten minutes because we mostly played like card and um card games. We didn't end up oh, playing yeah. anything on the Switch, uh, which was fine. Um, but uh, I did play a bunch of Dead Cells, which is pretty good. I I, I like it. I I played it handheld. I still like it better on the TV. Oh really? I don't think I've controller. ever played it on the TV. It looks just so much nicer on the TV, and uh, Pro Controller is still so much better. Yeah. You know? But it's nice that I could play on the plane and stuff like that. I see why you uh why you like it so much. It's good. It's um, it's. It doesn't feel like a Metroidvania to me, which I thought it was. It's right. not really. It's, it's not, no. It's like an Isaac type uh, or like a Risk of Rain type where you're like building up your loadouts. And if yep. you get like really good loadouts and then you can permanently upgrade certain things. And the enemy design is really good. It's really cool. But it's it's almost like Dark Souls Unforgiving. Yeah. Like one it's... hit takes off a huge amount of health, even with the weeniest guy. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you'll just stumble across like a, a bad, like a um a mini boss or something that'll just like destroy you when you were having a good run. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, okay. <laughs> the I feel like the progression is a little slow. Like the restart the, and the restart. account level progression. Yeah. Um like you have to like playing the game because I feel like the drip of new stuff you unlock and new things you see isn't as fast as something as like an Isaac or uh, even in one of my other games I've been playing the most, Enter the Gungeon, which is, I don't know, it's fine, and I think the Metroidvania part comes in from there are things that you will unlock character abilities. I can see them. There's, like, a door that I'll just knock on it and no one will be there. Or Yeah, well, like... that's still the case for me, but there's other oh. things that, like, allow <laughs> you to go to different exits. I saw there's one area where I have to be able to like wall jump and I mm-hmm. can't get to it. I saw some stuff like that, but it's not like you'd go back to those areas. It's like when you die, then you'd start over and you'd be able to go to those areas right. now. Right. Um, I've gotten to the last boss. I have not beaten it. Oh, really? Yeah. How far is, do you remember how many boards it is? The last boss? Um, is it like 10? Or I it- know there's different ways you can get there, like different numbers of routes you can go. I want to say it's like six. Okay, because that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's uh, not. I think super I've made deep. it to like four, and okay. then died. But I haven't been playing it that much. I have not played it in a while because I was getting so frustrated. Like a good run of Dead Cells takes a very long, a long time. time. Yeah, even a bad run takes like a half hour. Yeah, or like an okay run. Um, but for a while before I really understood the game, I die after like a minute. And then it loads for forever, and that was kind of frustrating. But that quickly disappeared once it was like, oh, that's what this—that's how this uh, fighting system works. Mm-hmm. Here's what you have to do, and then it became more clear. It's it's very satisfying to play. I just I think I hit a point where I wasn't progressing as fast because like the the cells you have to spend between levels to unlock yeah. stuff just was like 
man, I got to play a lot to be. You got to get like five hundred, and you're only getting like fifteen at a time. Yeah, yeah, and it does get repetitive. Yeah, especially because you have to replay the first. I think you were saying there's like a Spelunky type jump at you can unlock or something. You can exit the first level through a different door. That'll like vary up your path or whatever. Okay, because yeah, just. Like, I've played that first path so many times now that it's just, like, I can run through it in about a minute, mm-hmm. but it still takes a minute of the same thing. Right. Which is kind of a bummer. But it's uh, still, like, yeah, a great... Yeah, it's real good. Game. Yeah. Um, I think didn't either you or I brought Enter the Gungeon at one point. I think I did. I think you did, too. Um, it's a good game. <laughs> it's really good still. Um, I bought that on Switch, and I've probably been playing that. Just nonstop. Just nonstop. I've, I think my count is already up in thirty hours ish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's be like replaced Dead Cells and um, and Isaac as my get home from work and play a out. run. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it happened a really stupid way. There's this company that does limited release physical releases, and they're doing a limited physical release of Enter the Gungeon with the Ammonomicon in hard copy mm-hmm. i'm like man i need to play enter the gungeon again <laughs> and then i did and then i ordered the special stuff like there, it's a slipcase edition that has a ps4 copy oh i was gonna release. say it's got another version so you, now you don't have to three different ways i'll own it three different ways cool. but it has it says stuff well that's only in this physical re- release too which i was like oh i love this game yeah. this sucks um but i I, I feel like that game is is more satisfying to play room to room than something like an Isaac, um, because like the the shooting or you know like the the clearing the room is not the fun part of Isaac. Yeah, it's um it's like getting all the shit in the loadout. Yeah, this one like the shooting is still fun to play because it fun. has the dodge roll and the flipping and the, the tables. Table flips, yeah, um, but there is like that spelunky level of huge secret stuff that i've which i didn't i didn't get to when i, I was yeah playing it. yeah i have only scratched the surface of it like and i i usually don't hit up like wikis and stuff so i never even thought to look for that yeah there's there's like a couple rooms that spawn for sure in every floor that is like the hell path interesting um like the first one is that fire there's a fireplace room if you extinguish the fire there's a switch in there that will unlock another room on the first floor that you can spend two keys to go down to the sewer instead. And that is like the first step in this chain where on that floor you pick up a thing that is like an armor, but it is also a key. So you have to take that to that um, one room in the second floor, which is like the shrine with all the tombs. So it's 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 another long progression. I've never done it. I just keep unlocking stuff. I was like waiting for the like the drip of stuff to unlock to slow down and yeah. it hasn't. Whoa. Like there are a fuckload of guns in that game. Yeah. And, like items and stuff. It's it's very good. I gotta play that again. Yeah, it's boot that back up. It's very fun. And it works really, really well on Switch. Some of the load times between levels are a little little long. Um but it's been handling like the bullet hell screen, just like a thousand different projectiles on the screen. Yeah, it's been handling it fine. So, and I keep unlocking new people, and it was just like it hasn't slowed down. So, I was gonna make that like my marquee, but 
it already has been one. Yeah. So this is a public service announcement <laughs> that Enter the Gungeon is still really Double good. Double market. You were talking about like shitty ports last episode. This is yeah, a good port. This is a good port. Um, and speaking of, since we're in, um, still in the preamble technically, <laughs> uh, I have two other Switch ports that I bought. Um, Diablo 3. Okay. Very good Switch port. Oh, really? Very good. Do you just click on the screen or do you use the buttons? Well, it... It came out on PS4 and Xbox, and it's that version. Okay. Like, you push X to swing. Okay. Um, But this, the Switch version, comes with, like, the the DLC, or the Necromancer DLC and the expansion pack. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's a good copy of that game, and I just, like, I need to actually finish it, because I keep stalling out. So I'm at least playing it with the Necromancer, and that's like a whole new system. But I'm like steamrolling everything. Just because you've played through the beginning like 40 times? Well, no. like uh, Maybe it's just because I'm so good. Yeah, it must be, Joe. Your <laughs> dick's just too big, and it hits the controller, and yeah, it just, like, goes the right it's way. Yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> but it's like the Necromancer can spawn stuff to fight for you, which has like, always been its main thing. But like I don't have to touch anything. And it's like summon stuff and then my other ability is when stuff dies and it leaves a corpse i can make those explode like a grenade uh-huh. so my timing my ghosts swarm in start killing stuff and then i just start exploding things and that kills more makes more, more corpses, corpses and it's like like it's the same thing over and over again which is cool but like that's boring i switched over to my other switch port that i bought which was civ 6 oh boy yeah oh so how does that work um, it's a little bit of a learning curve, uh-huh. um, but short answer, very well. Did you spend 15 hours, like on one playthrough? No, I've been playing Gungeon more. <laughs> okay. Have you, d- so you haven't done one complete playthrough? No. Okay. But it plays, cause they brought that out on an iPad uh-huh. and that was also very good. Uh, but they've come up with a way to play that game entirely with the controller, um, or you can use the touch screen. Is it like highlighting cells when you move around or yeah. something? That's okay. So you can do that way, but I don't know if you've played have you played any of the like five or six? Yeah, I played five. Yeah. How that bottom right thing kind of always lights up with the choice you need to make. Mm-hmm. So it's like this thing needs a production. This thing you will pick a, a research or whatever. You just press a button to like click that and it takes you automatically to the screen. That's, to make yeah. the choice. Yeah. So it flows really well. There's just like their their big way to clean up the, the the UI is that L and R will bring in some panels that while you're holding R and it brings in that side panel, then you can click other buttons that'll activate something in that side drawer. That's slick. Yeah. And it, it looks good. There's it moves quick. Moves quick. I mean it's full civ six on the switch full civ it's gone full civ (laughs) (laughs) that's uh why it's ma you don't go full civ with the parents (laughs) around i'll tell you that well it's forever all you could get was like uh civ rev civilization revolution which Mm -hmm. was like the console like you know still good but dumbed down yeah um and this is it is like the full thing the only bummer is that it didn't have the expansion in it so i guess They'll bring them out as DLC, maybe, but they just announced the second full expansion for this on PC. So, 
If you like Civ at all, and you want a Civ in your hands, which is a dangerous thing. Maybe if you get laid off from work, and you need something <laughs> to fill your days. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so let me look at what... You're on summer break, and you uh, just don't want to do anything. Or you're about to have twins, and you're going to have all that free time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead still. Um, that game is very you, overwhelming. You haven't beaten it yet? <laughs> no. Why? Is it just not grabbing you enough to no, push through? No. It's That game is more impressive than it is fun to play. I didn't like the first one. I didn't So I get... really don't think I... like as As awesome as people are saying this one is and like i've heard the last third the story is just like gripping oh i don't know i don't give a shit about the story in that game okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm just impressed by the amount of stuff can you get all the jokes in south park episode yeah yeah, i did get all those (laughs) you can you can skip it by talking to dutch (laughs) i just like heard i heard them i was like okay i bet if i played that this this would be very funny it was all real stuff yes very much (laughs) um it's 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 an achievement in how they were able to put that whole thing together and everything has an animation for better or worse. And everything is how, how clean is your horse? Um, I've been told I need to brush it and yeah. I don't know how <laughs> start brushing it. Yeah. I pet him. And also I'm not sure if I'm riding my horse. <laughs> I might've stolen one cause I whistle and this other horse runs up to me. But then when I get off of this horse and whistle, it runs up to me. So I don't know if I'm accidentally like in a three-way horse thing or you just have too much of a magic whistle. Horses love it. <laughs> but it it's very impressive and it's like I just like walking around and like finding Yo yo things. bro, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> That's my horse. I went up in this guy this guy I was riding by I was just like in the wilderness. I was like um antagonize. You can like uh, call out or antagonize or insult or whatever and i antagonize him he's like you don't want to mess with me and he got his gun out and then i shot him in the face and took his money and then (laughs) that was the end of that exchange (laughs) like (laughs) i i don't know if you're a bad person or if that's just business as usual i think it's business as usual yeah (laughs) um like it's it's really good i've heard this kind of like i think giant bomb started to talk about a little bit and um Literally everyone's talking about it. Well, but I mean, like the what's the word? Like the the sheen or like seen through. Oh, the initial joy. Of, yeah, yeah. Of the new experience. You're like, okay, you're, I I am now can... thinking about this with a clear head, and yeah. I'm not having like a great time playing it, but it is still amazing. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what I've been hearing more and more, is like. This is what I said about Transistor for mm-hmm. Supergiant. Like, this is their masterpiece, but they need to back off and make a game that's fun to play again. Yeah. So it 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 feels like that. Okay. Um, I I still recommend it. Um, we tried Vermintide two a little bit, which was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, good multiplayer experience. Yeah, the server worked really well. Missing makes me miss Left for Dead quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I played Hitman two a little bit. Um, still suck at that game very hard. I I liked all the Hitman's. Have I, you played the new ones? No, I haven't. They're really good. Really? Yeah, really good. This new one, you can um you can buy Hitman Two, and then I think for ten dollars you can add all the maps from the other new Hitman. Okay. So if you don't have the any of them, I don't have any of the new ones. I just played the old ones. Yeah, it'll you can for you know sixty bucks ish at this point have 
all, all the maps it. from the first one and all of the second one. Um, and then the other big thing... They're I, also turning that into a, a shitty looking movie, right? With Timothy Oliphant? They did that, yeah. Oh, they did it. It's See, a long time much. ago. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Did it suck? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> the world makes sense again. <laughs> yeah, that's the old one. Oof, okay. Uh, and then I've been playing a fuckload of Artifact. Which I am stoked, but when I tried to buy it, it said it's not out yet. So when you told me you had it, it made me very, very jelly. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. When you were like, yeah, I played it. It's really awesome. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to get this right now. <laughs> well, uh, I was... I went on too to buy it, and it was like you. This is in your library. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I, I was like, somebody fucked up. I installed it. I was like, before they like realized what they did, and played through like a whole tutorial match, and it was all still there. I want it. It's. I want it. There's there's one thing, and I'm gonna tell it to you, that I feel like, is like the killer of it in a in the bad type of kill. Okay. Um. The game is very generous in what it gives you for buying $20. Okay. It gives you essentially access to everything. Okay. But the monetization is one of those things where it's like, it's just frustrating because that's the cool part. So there are bot matches. There are these things where you can enter this gauntlet with a pre-constructed deck. You pick one of the six decks and then just um random match with that okay so that's you know another cool way to see other cards there's (laughs) phantom draft which is like you go back and forth drafting a deck to play against people okay and you don't get to keep those cards okay um there's the pre-constructed deck which is with stuff you own um and then there is the expert ever level or whatever and the way that this works is it costs entry tickets and those are the things that you will have to pay for. So when you pay entry into either custom deck or, you know, pre-constructed deck, so you build your own deck, you pay an entry ticket to play this gauntlet, or you um, you can spend two tickets and five packs that you haven't opened to join this um, draft mode, which is, I did it one time, and it was very awesome, but I lost... Immediately. Immediately, yeah. And the way that that works is you essentially get to draft five packs worth of cards, but you do you get a screen full of, like, I want to say 12 cards, and you pick two each time. Okay. And then they wipe away, and then you get another screen. Okay. And so you're drafting all of the cards, and you get to keep these because they were from your actual packs that you entered this tournament with. Yeah. And then you make a deck from those. You then, the rewards are, you have this bar where every win you get will get you a better reward. And it only starts at win three. Four and five are the the top. And it's tournament style. Well, it's, you basically get to lose twice. If you lose twice, you're out. Okay. And then you keep going if you're winning. So you'll, at your third win, you'll get like a pack and two tickets. If you get four wins before you get two losses, you'll get, like, five tickets and two packs. Five will get you the most reward. But if you lose twice, you just get kicked out and you, you cash out wherever you are. Yeah. I lost twice. That's, and that's so it. cool. It's a very neat way to do it. And the w- reason they made it kind of expensive is... It's you like was, an instant tournament anytime you want it. Well, you have to have those tickets and you have to have the five packs to yeah. enter that. Packs are $1.99. 
But like I, you know, I used to play online card games where it's like, oh, Friday nights at this time yeah. there'd be a tournament, and then you'd be get all psyched and you'd get in that, but you'd have to then wait for a group of people to show up in a server at a certain time mm-hmm. to that. I mean, it's cool that there's a tournament mode, even though you have to pay for it. Yeah, well, that. How much can, are these tickets? You, I think. Do you f- get them with that twenty dollar? Do you get any of them? You get five. Five, so you have to buy at least one. No, no, no. You get five tickets and ten packs when you buy. But it takes two tickets per tournament. Per it takes two. Like it depends which of the modes you want to enter. Okay. Pre-constructed I mean I'm going to go in with the cards I own and the deck I've made. That's like a one ticket entry fee. The the draft mode, which lets you essentially. What can you do without any tickets? Is it just the you not using your own deck, using other decks? No, you can do all of this stuff uh, for free. Uh-huh. You just don't get to earn anything. Okay, so you're just not risking. Well, yeah, you're not. You don't get to earn new cards. Yeah. So, well, like one of the things I love about a digital trading card game is getting the new pack mm-hmm. or like grinding to get the the new unlock or whatever. It's like how cool in Hearthstone where you like drag that pack into yeah. the opening and it goes, <laughs> and like cards pop up and you're like, ah, oh, cool, yeah. shitty yeah. cards. None of that is like you you don't get that if you don't pay. Yeah, and that I should be fine with because I get to play with all of it anyway. Yeah. But I want to get the packs. See, for me, I like building the decks, so I wouldn't. It wouldn't feel as necessary unless I started out with too few cards, where like I was hamstrung, or if the only way you can get winning decks is by buying them, because that's usually a lot of these systems. They'll save like like I. That was a problem with Hearthstone. Sometimes is you just play someone, they just like wreck you with. 30 legendaries that you've never oh, seen yeah. before and it's like the fuck kind of game is this you i know? think there's enough strategy in the core game itself like uh things that have to be in decks that keep it more on a level playing field like every deck has to have five heroes yeah and those heroes play the way the heroes play so like if you out strategize somebody you could probably still win with just what you have out that's, of the game that's awesome um, the three system thing works really well. Like they, it is a solid adaptation of the core Dota. of the core ideas of Dota, mm-hmm. uh, without a team, and that's like the best best part of best way to play it. Um, like I've played against computers. I've I think I've played one match against actual humans, and they murdered you. Yeah, but just like I, so I have like a very loose idea of what dota is yeah to see how they made it into the game was really impressive um there's one thing about the way that the setup is that is kind of confusing where at the start of a match if your hero's respawning you commit it to one of the three lanes there is this system where um if i have four dudes in a row and you have one dude facing them the there are two i'm sorry there are three then other slots on your side where my guys are just facing nothing. are just facing nothing yeah and then they they throw out these random arrow cards there's like a straight and a curved and an other curved and then they shuffle them and redeal them out into those spaces above my guys that don't have anyone in front of them yeah so that sometimes it'll veer them to attack somebody instead of the tower yeah and how exactly they select which arrows are 
coming or you know there's something about that part of the process it's all automated and i don't quite understand it yet yeah because it, it feels like dice or yeah too random it's it's not but i i think it's like oh my guy would be best if he could veer off so they'll throw one of those in there this guy over here the only thing he could do is go straight so they'll throw those in there i put a new hero in there so he's also integrated into this so you believe it's not random but you just it is don't random, know. but you you get to see there's a way to know what the possibilities are. Okay, and I don't know what that is it yet. It seems strange to add more randomness there, but maybe just playing it, I'll feel a different. I think it's their answer to the creeps, because in the in the Dota itself, you don't get to control those at all, uh-huh. and this is that small element of chaos that is like you have to work with. Like, you have to use its moving and its, like, the ebb and flow of its pushing, and you have to support it or use it, and that it's just, like, real regular Dota. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd have to play it to see if that's actually annoying or not. Yeah. Because the nice thing about card games is usually that the only randomness comes from the deck draw, mm-hmm. and then you can control that by building a deck that gives you probability of... What you need. What you need. So it's like... If, if they also are just throwing in randomness on top of that. But I'll, I'll, I have to play it yeah. to see if that it's, is really annoying. It's very slick, and it solves the biggest th- my biggest problem with Hearthstone in that it's Warcraft. <laughs> it's not Warcraft. Yeah. Like, I care more about the Dota Though stuff. Hearthstone, I don't even know if it's Warcraft anymore. They have these expansion packs that are like Space Goblins, or, you know, like shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And they do the thing that Hearthstone does, which I fucking love. Which is like they have a physical like board looking thing, yeah, like a mat that is in a place. It, yeah, it's like handmade, and like the thing smashes down, and then it opens three ways, and it has like hinges. Like they make it seem physical. Yeah, it's cool. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but twenty dollars, even if you don't care about collecting cards, which I do, and is a bummer. I'm sure they'll they'll have things you can do to earn that stuff. Oh, and. Uh, Steam always puts its own shit on sales like the hardest. Oh, I don't know about DLCs and like in-game stuff though. I don't know. I'd either, buy it. I have a feeling that they're gonna come out with you know shit that the on Steam sale will be way discounted Packs and stuff. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, I'm curious to see if I still own it on the 28th when it actually comes out. But yeah. if I don't, I'm buying it immediately. Like it's it's one of the best digital card games I've played in a long time. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. So you want to talk about indie games now? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, a follow up on an uh, indie game you talked about before uh-huh. uh, was you sent me the the browser version of Prismata. Oh yeah, which is pretty cool. We, we still need to do that. We haven't played just because work's been shitty for me when I'm at work. Yeah, but we just there need. There will to, be slow days. I can tr- I can create a match with zero timer, so then we just have it open in I a know, tab. But like there are usually when I'm when i'm in days where i have to work like i have to focus on this and i can't jump back and forth oh, break yeah. up my whole yeah, yeah. focus um, whenever you can yeah there will be days there will be days where i could and i did just mess around with it it's not perfect it's still a beta the, dra- the, the browser the browser one yeah there was like some messed up stuff but it it's still pretty amazing yeah uh you just log in with your prismata account yeah that whole the whole game i think is very very good it's good it's it's definitely it's a cool there's zero randomness. Yeah, which it's a different thing then. Yeah, uh, the randomness is like in the mutual in the joint cards that both sides can get. Mm-hmm. And I just I have I haven't memorized 
you know, I haven't seen all the cards, and there I've played against people. I've only played one or two matches online. Oh, how'd that people. go? It was fine, but those people clearly knew what what they the were cards were, and so they can immediately knew the strategy. And there usually is only a couple strategies per a grouping of cards. The uh, the bot matches are really satisfying. Uh, like, I feel yeah, like I've learned quite good. a bit. It's a good it's a good bot match, and I've done a lot of the um, story the the story, but also the challenges. The challenges are like straight up puzzles. Yeah, which yeah. is what, cool. It is cool. It's that's not what I came to it for, which is why I didn't play. Yeah, it this I way. like puzzles, so it was. But that's some of the them stuff you have to pay shit. for. If you don't own, it was like the further. Not all of them. They right. give you a lot. They give you the first chapter or something. Yeah, they give you a chapter. And I'll, I'll probably put money in this just because it's free to play now. Yeah, uh, and they give you a lot in the free to play, so the, the, I like it enough. I'll put money in it. The 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 cosmetic stuff is goofy and is like the only thing you get for putting money into it. But like I told you a long time ago, the their loot box system is really fun. Yeah, like it makes it feel like a a slot machine. Yeah, um, but like my drone icon when, yeah. when drones are in the game. Yeah. My drone has like a German flag on it because <laughs> I was just like, that's all it is. Like it doesn't change anything in there, but it the drone card has like a, a German flag. Yeah, you can get a little avatar that's a different guy. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. yeah. But it's like because they they came out very hard and were like, we're not going to have any pay to win anything. Like it's all just going to be extra stuff around the edges. But like I'll pay for the the extra campaign and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's it's a it. it's a very good game, and you can tell the guys. It's so slick too, yeah. like so much art and like, even though like the little interstitial stories are you know whatever and mm. they're text, but it's like the UI is so so slick. It's it's been honed to a a level that you don't see very often, and it's I feel like it doesn't screenshot very well. Yeah, like it, it looks, looks flat. It looks very flat and plain, but when you see it all in motion, it it's all in service of playing it. Yeah. And there's so many. Do you do all the keyboard shortcuts and stuff like that? Uh, I don't think I'd had no. Oh, okay, because it you can like fly through turns. Oh, really? So quickly because you just like hit Q and then hit this and then, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. I wonder how it's doing when it went free to play because I bought in, and it gave me like all the story and, like some, in-game currency. Yeah. Um, but I think it's I have the same thing you have now. You know, aside from more campaign levels but that game is very good and it's free now so there's no reason for people not to at least try it yeah agreed what else have you been playing that's uh indie uh indie um i i think most of it is can be summed up in uh some categories oh really yeah. okay um let's take a quick pit stop at alphas while you get your stuff ready while i play with this digital caliper uh yes or not um <laughs> i played two games one is called it lurks below which is a game from i believe the dude that made diablo by himself now he's basically making his own terraria um i didn't know there was one dude who made diablo I, it's called uh, Greybeard games i believe is the the name of the developer but i'm pretty sure it's someone who had something to do with the original diablo um, and is now doing his own sort of survivally 2D um, Terraria knockoff. Yeah, does it? It's it does what? Does it lurk below? <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I guess I haven't gotten very far. Um, it seems like he's adding a lot of systems and updating it very often. I'm going to wait a little bit, but I think it looks really fun. Um, is is it like horror themed? Uh, a little bit. It, there's there's more fighting. I feel like than I remember in Terraria. I know that gets very fighty later. Yeah, but you're like immediately trying to like keep zombies away from you and stuff. <clears throat> but you di- you can dig. You build. It had like more crafting shit, which I know you love. I love it and survival shit and survival shit. Love it and zombies. Yeah, um, which is the hallmark of quality these days. It just it seemed good, and the pedigree was enough that like it made me interested because like he gets like the loot system and all that. Uh, I just know it's going to be in development for quite a while. Yes. Uh, the other one was called Pit of Doom. Pit of Doom. There was a game. It's called The Pit. Have you? Does you hear this? Have you seen about it? It's. It was like an offshoot of, I believe, Sword and the, and the Stars. And they did, like, The Pit was their roguelike. Because it kept getting recommended to me forever. And is now, like, they just give it to you, I think, at some point. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe I'll look it up. Um, the Pit has been around forever. And now this is a new game called The Pit of Doom. So they basically are taking their roguelike pit setting... Oh, Sword of the Stars, colon, The Pit. The Pit. And now they are doing The Pit of Doom, which is essentially The Pit in first person, like Doom 3. Ha! Huh. So I've never heard of this game, but it's in my library. Yeah, I say, they give it to you. Okay. <laughs> they just give it to you at this point. Um, but whether you want it or not, yeah. it's in your library. <laughs> um, oh, and I've played it. <laughs> <laughs> so it must have been remember memorable uh, i don't know i'm it's vaguely looking at screenshots it's vaguely coming back to me i uh, i do remember this it's it it reminded me almost like when they take one of those ascii like original rogues and they add uh like an art skin art to it, to it. Yeah. yeah that's what it felt like it okay. felt like an ink bad like <laughs> you know i i do remember this it was it was it was oh you know, fine it, i played yeah not a lot of it so that's uh, Pit of Doom is very, 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 very early. Um, it has the look of a a Doom three like dark corridor. Um, it, and the logo, the Doom in Pit of Doom, looks like they are straight ripping off the Doom font. Even so, they are. Is it called something else? Because I just searched on Steam, and it's not even coming up. Pit of Doom. Yeah, it, I put the Pit of Doom. Maybe just Pit of Doom? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if though would make a difference. No, there's no... What about the... Click on the developer of, of the Maybe pit. it's called like Sword and Stars. Yeah, maybe. Colon Pit of Doom? Sword and the Stars, colon the Pit, colon of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there is Sword of the Stars, complete collection. Sword of the Stars, the Pit. Sword of the Stars 2, Enhanced Edition. Sword of the Stars, the Pit demo, and Sword of the Stars, the Pit Necromancer. None of that. That's what the developer made? That's what shows up when I put Sword and Stars. Here, I'll look at the developer's Kerberos. Hmm. Kerberos. The Pit of Doom. Oh, here we go. Weird that it doesn't show up. Pit of Doom. Um, there are some some things to work out in it still. Like Every time you open a door, no matter what 
no matter where. So it's first person shooter. Yep, like Doom Three. Doom Three. Okay, yeah. Um, any door you open, the enemies on the inside know you're there, <laughs> so they're gonna rush you immediately right away every time, which you cannot get away in time. So you are gonna get hit with every door you open. <laughs> Um, it's got a ways to go, but I like what they're, they started to do. I wonder if this was, they just bought assets in, uh, Unreal or something. <laughs> I don't it know. It kind of has that. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, very, very early. Yeah. We'll say. Um, but those are, that's the only thing I got for alphas this time. I've, I've not really hunt or, uh, searched any out. Yeah. Oh. Um, where do you want to go next? Um, I mean, basically all I have, or the things I have to talk to that talk about are, there's a, a few other games that are just weird, but not marquees that I could talk about. There's okay. phone games and then I have marquees. Okay. So what would you like to, uh, where do you want to go from? Let's go to phone. Okay. Phone zone. Um, I have a game that I freaking love. Ooh. Yeah. Like a really, really, really. It's another uh, no, idle game? There's no numbers going up. <laughs> okay. I have I have been playing a, a, a game that's kind of like that, but it's so embarrassing and so shitty. So tell that, us what like, it is. That's a different game. Okay. I'll talk about the one I actually like first. Okay. It's called Faust. Have you played Faust? That is on my list. I'm oh, not even joking. snaps. It is on my list How to talk about. good today. is that it's game? It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's. It's so it it's foul like a bird and st, like <laughs> Faust because you're basically an owl that goes to hell, and it's it's a uh, a Twitch game, like it's a game where you're using controller to move around, but it's the best I've seen of these for a phone because it's, it's perfect. It's like Flappy Birds except half your screen is you bounce right, half your screen you bounce left, and you use these controls to go up or you can just not hit anything. You fall down and you have to target. Uh, little monsters that come at you or bosses and you can upgrade things and it's just it's so good it's so good red white and black yeah it's very down well it's arcadey yeah like you just do a run and get stuff and you can unlock uh, unlock powers where it's just like drop an egg out your booty Which... <laughs> it's, it's like the description of the power <laughs> like I love this game yeah you collect money money bags to, to upgrade stuff uh, before you die um there is like you know uh, like a lot of games there's a build so you have to start back at the beginning and build back up but uh it's it's fairly you can get through that fairly quick especially once you get the control scheme really down um you just kind of fly through the first you know 10 boards or so before it starts getting crazy again this game is like the first game in quite a while where i'm like this plays the same if not better because it's on a phone I don't know that I've played another, uh, like, not turn-based game on the phone that I that I thought worked better than this. Yeah, it's it's very very slick and fun. And, and the screen fits your phone perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, like the long uh, screen perspective is yeah. perfect for it. Yeah, it's, it's it's very good. Yeah, it's and and the the like little animations at the beginning are cool. Like the theme is neat. The bosses are are. Oh fuck! There's bosses. Oh, you haven't gotten that far. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I was gonna say the normal guys are are cool and they they're really neat. The bosses are a little ho hum, but um, that's fine uh, because they still they feel like a slightly better bad guy instead of feeling like oh this is an epic boss, which is good because there's 
you get to them a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I think made you buy it? Because you had to buy it. Because it looked cool. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I didn't know if there was like you. No, I mean, to... I, I I try to buy games when I can find them. Oh, I just okay. it's hard for me to find a cool looking game. You know, I'll dig around in that premium section. I'll just look through the recommends or the normals, and ha- most of the time, the only things that look cool are the stuff that are free. And then I have to look to see if, if they're it's free to play free. Yeah. or if it's like I can buy it in the game. Yeah, you know, which I'm I'm happy with, but. Um, I actually bought it because I fired my iPad up, and there was an article on the App Store about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So I went back to my phone and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> went from your big phone to your yeah, yeah. phone. Um, and really glad I did, because I thought it was very, very sharp. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's I think it's like a dollar or something. It's really cheap. I don't even remember, yeah. It's, it's totally worth it. Yeah, very good. Um, real quick in phone... Because I don't have a ton to say about it. They made a sequel to the Teen Titans Go game that oh. I love so much. <laughs> um, it's called Teen Titans Go Figure. Because um, it's about figures in a gotchapon machine or something? It's or? a it's their um, f- amiibo fighting video game within the game. Okay. So it is a, it, it might as well be an expansion pack, except it runs worse on my phone. <laughs> So, Perfect. yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. Like, <laughs> the magic is definitely gone, but I the fact that my phone is, like, stuttery with that game really bumps me It's out. not like you have an old phone. It's, like, two years old at this point. But, yeah, it's it's more of that game. I would play the other one. Cool. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. You got more fun? Uh, there, another game that's, like, just embarrassing. <laughs> that's so dumb. It's called Post Night, where okay. you're, like, a little... Uh, cutesy little guy. Are you who, a postman? You're just like you have three buttons: one for attack, one for guard, and one for heal. And there, you hit them, and then they're on timers until you can use them again. Oh, okay. And you're just walking from left to right, mm. you know. And then you get upgrades of like armor and stuff like that. And then when you get back to town, you have to wait some time for your health to come back, or you can buy gems. And oh, interesting. Yeah. Have you bought any gems? I've not. And okay. I will not. You don't need to. Yeah, just wait. But you could buy gems. But like the gem conversion is so freaking just like fuck you. Yeah. Like there's one unlo- like there's one ring that you can get where I calculated and it was like forty five dollars if you bought the gem equivalent. <laughs> you know, they're just really like go f yourself. If you wanna f yourself, you, you can, can do it yeah. in this game. That I have no problem if people want to f themselves. It's when they make you f yourself that I don't like it. Yeah, you don't have to f yourself. <laughs> okay, but it's like it's not. It's it's really slickly made. Yeah, but it's not like a good game. Speaking of, they Google Play really wants me to reinstall Board Kings. Like the <laughs> most I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's Joey. Why? Why have you yeah, not you, played in a while? You left it. Don't you remember? There's a vending machine. There is. <laughs> Don't you remember how much you love the I board hate it, game? Though <laughs> it's not a game, though. We'll kill your wife. Just oh insult. God! <laughs> uh, yeah, I only I had Faust and, and Teeny Titans too. So if you have any other phone stuff you want to bring up before we keep going, I mean, I th- I have other stuff, but it's that's fine on that because those are the ones I I wanted to talk about Faust more than any. that's the only one that I like and would highly recommend and yeah. was like playing a lot a lot. Well, the fact that we both ca- brought it independently without talking about it, I think, is a pretty good indication that we think it's all right. Yeah. Um, let's do a real quick detour. 
uh, into couch <laughs> multiplayer games. Okay. Um, and this okay. is with the caveat that I have not been able to play this with anybody. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would talk briefly about Heavy Burger on Nintendo Switch, which is a great name. One. See, I was thinking it sounds uh, like gross. <laughs> Um, have I talked about this on here? I don't think no, you I haven't. have. You haven't because it doesn't sound familiar. Right? Okay, so heavy burger. I, w- I would call it a very close. Oh, your burger's hanging heavy. It's it's um, Data East that like they put out Windjammers and like they used to be a big arcade game publisher. Yeah, you love that Windjammers. They had a game called Heavy Barrel, um, and they also did Burger Time. Okay, so what this is is like. Nidhog with a mashup of old Data East games. Like the characters that are fighting? Yeah. Well oh. kind of. It's it's you play this you play the Burger Time Chef. <laughs> I like that. And what it is is you have the central console called or central arcade machine called Heavy Burger. And you have to get a bag of money and run towards your side. So there are five arcade machines on each side that you have to get the money bag through. Okay. So just like screens on Nidhogg. Yeah. But what each of those arcade machines is, is a different Data East game. So it's like mini games in the game. No, the game play does not change. Oh, it's just the boards are those games. Yeah. That's neat. It's a twin stick shooter, but like you'll run through a burger time level that has the burgers falling from the roof. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll run through the heavy barrel, which has like tanks on it and stuff. So you're basically running through arcade machines to get to your side. Um, and there's stuff in the level that can kill you along with like your your opponent. Yeah. But the thing that's different about Nidhogg is like if I get to the third machine on my side and then you get the money bag back to the right screen, it'll go back to your last saved position. So if you have not gotten any yet, it'll go back to that first heavy burger machine. Oh, okay. And then if... You get to one and then two, and then I take it back. It'll I, go back to my three. I don't have to run through your two and then your one and right. then my one and then my two. It would just go from three to three. Yes. Okay. So it's whoever can clear five boards first in any order. So I could go one, two, three, four, and then you go uh, one, two, three, and then I get it back, and I only have to clear that last board. It sounds very cool. But it's... It's like nonsense because it's all these games kind of like meshing together in like a really cool way. And I like Nidhogg. I just have not, I've only played this against the computer who was savage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I imagine it being fun. You can do teams too. Um, It's only on Switch right now, I believe. Oh, okay. But it's the same people that do like those old ports. Um, It's called like Johnny Turbo's Arcade or something like that. Uh, they're the ones putting it out, so it almost looks like an old game, which probably is not helping it sell. Yeah. Because I believe it's on sale right now, but I already own it. Uh, but it is nonsense in, like, a great Nidhogg-style way. Um, I actually have a couple 20 minutes or less. Yeah, you, go through them. Do you have any? Um, I have one that I only played for 20 minutes, probably will, but I think it's better than a 20 minutes or less, but I can talk about it in the same time. So. Okay. Um, it's called Speed Dating for Ghosts. Oh, okay. It was weird, but uh, I played it with Barry <laughs> sitting next to me. What'd she think? And she thought it was weird and funny. It's just like a, a choose your own adventure or a dialogue tree, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's it, the, 
the art for the ghosts are all bizarre and weird. It's it kind of reminds me of what you were describing as Doctor Meep. Oh, uh, uh, okay, just like a non theme of weird stuff. Yeah, just weird, different ghost designs, and all the ghosts have like very weird personalities. Yeah, um, very strange, and you just like pick between one of three of the ghosts that you talk to in this room, and then you go on like bizarre dates, which like. <laughs> But it, it's it's. Do you get to ghost fuck or what? Reading no, it's m- usually like this ghost wanted to go rob a bank <laughs> or something like that. You know, like all right. It's 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 all really strange stories. Like the writing's pretty good, uh, and the some of the ghost designs are like upsettingly weird and <laughs> just know. not something you could play for a very long time. No, yeah, we played it. For, we played it for about twenty minutes and enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, kind of got it's that type of game. Got it. Yeah, got yeah. enough out of it. Um. I my twenty minutes or less I have all refunded on Steam. Um a couple I believe I would still like to play, just not for how much I had to pay for them. Hmm. Uh so one I bought on sale was called Hamrick. Hamrick. Uh, oh yeah, I've been it's been on my uh wish list for a long time. It was twenty dollars and looks then very I, neat. I got it on sale for ten, which I still thought was too much. Okay. Um where so I should pull it off my wish list. <laughs> no, it's it's neat in the animation style and like its sensibilities are really good. Like it's one of those things where it looks like an old cartoon, but they go hyper violent. Like yeah. someone's face will get cut off, and you'll see like the the cross section of like brain and tongue, and I, like it's like oh, that's more detailed than I was expecting. But its whole thing is like you're running across sentences, like um. Instead of a bridge, it's like a there are words underneath it, and Hamrick's power is able to extract stuff out of the words he runs across. So it's ten dollars on sale right now. Yeah, that's what I bought it for. Okay, and, and that I, was too much. I thought so. Okay, um, because the puzzle system just didn't seem very like fun to figure out. So it's like you read the sentence he runs across, and then it's kind of like a clue as to what you need to do, but there's like. Say there's like a big pile of wood in the way, and it's like he Hamrick ran across the field with a fire in his step, and da 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 da. You can go to fire and like extract out of it fire. Okay, and you would then use that to burn, burn the, the pile wood. of wood that's like on the bridge physically. Yeah, but they just keep throwing more and more twists in on like the ones you're supposed to pull stuff out of because sometimes you need to combine. Like if you just tried to pull out fire, it would hurt you. So you would find the word, like, torch and pull that out and then go pull out fire. It would make a fire torch so you can carry the fire. And it's just like, it's cool. It's a neat idea. But, like, it just wasn't that fun to figure out. Okay. Like, it felt like all the stuff was fairly obvious, you know? Yeah. Um, but the art was is really good. It's that fine line because if it wasn't fairly obvious, then it sounds like the kind of game where it would feel impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, you And you can't pull something out of every word either. So it's just like you. I feel like you just go through, and every word you push the button to see if you can extract something so out of that's it. That's not, yeah. And you figure out, okay, I have this word, this word, this word. What do I do with it? Yeah. And that's how every screen felt to me. Okay. Um, despot despotism three K, which uh, I was really excited yeah, about. Yeah, you told me about that. Um, that is basically a clicker. And it's it just plays Despacito through the whole thing, right? Over and over <laughs> yeah, again. basically. No, you you play the in in Despotism. You play like the the robot in 
I uh, have no mouth. But I, have I have no have mouth. Yeah, you're you're controlling all these people as like little uh, ant farm esque slaves for you. That like you have them run in the hamster wheel to create energy, and you have to have them jump on this thing to create food for the humans. And you have like a fuck tank where they you literally see the little stick people fucking in there to make more humans for you. And it's all just in service of seeing how far you can get. Yeah. So it's just a spinning plate thing that it never changes. And I thought it was going to, like, add more machines or all that. And it's literally just that same screen. Yeah, see, they got the lines, to, the bars to go up, but then they didn't get them to have new bars that then can Yeah, go up. you have to bring in new bars. And it's very possible it does that later. I just was like, this is more simple than I want. Plus, how many times can you listen to Justin Bieber? Exactly. Desposito. Uh, and then Constructor, which was an old game that I should have known better. So, <laughs> <Should> anyway. <laughs> it looked like crap. It was crap. It was okay. crap. I should have thought. It's like the idea, it was like uh, uh, consumerism sieve. It was like buy up land and build stuff. I'm like, cool, that sounds neat. And it plays like a dump truck. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why they brought it back? Probably because it was cheap. Done. Yeah, yeah done. Um, you say you had a couple other randos you want to talk before you go marquee game? Uh, sure. I mean, I can talk quickly about them. Uh, okay. one is I beat Minute, um, oh, okay. which was interesting. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad I got it. It's got that like weird Game Boy look, yep. you know, with the two colors and like the whole conceit of you have one minute to do stuff and then you get thrown back to where you started or and you can change the start point a few times. Does that get annoying? Uh, no, because it's part of the game. You know mm. what it is going in. And it, even though it sets you back to where you started, you start with stuff that you collected. Okay. So yeah, you, yeah. You know, sometimes it's like you're exploring too much and then you see a thing you want to get to and you're like, okay, I just have to come back to that on a new run. And you can end your current run after 10 seconds just to start again. Uh, there was only one or two areas where I, I was like just a half second or, you know, behind so i'd have to redo it a few times uh, but i didn't have to do that that was like to get bonus stuff oh um it's just it's uh was just an okay game like it's not a marquee i played half minute hero it was quick i liked half minute hero a lot more okay half so minute hero one. was neat and like the, their whole conceit was like you play sequels yeah of, of like this game franchise in it which i thought was kind of cool I, I thought Half Minute Heroes was was good. I mean, this game, it, the world is, you know, the the art is cool. Does like it the, feel as frantic as Half Minute? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Like, this really doesn't... And this is kind of a short game. Okay. Like, I, I beat the whole thing in a few hours. Um, and there's kind of a tacked-on story. Mm. You know, like, I didn't really care about the story, and it was not really important. Okay. So... <laughs> but it's fine. It was, Yeah, it was It's fine. fairly cheap, too. It, it was what... I was expecting, I thought it was a neat idea and I wanted to see it and I saw it and then I was like, okay, this is good. Okay. You know, I, I only compl- beat it just because it, I could see I wasn't that far away from it, mm. but it, it was, you know. It Not was for fine. love of the game? Yeah, it was just fine. That's, okay. That's fine. Uh, and then another game that I, I played, um, which was cool, but um, could have been a good uh iPad game is uh, City Glitch uh, or one. Glitch City. It's it looks like the art is striking because it looks like an out of focus um, view of uh, like pixels. 
Like it looks like someone drew something and then it's like out of focus. So you get these kind of like hazy colors, but it's a, it's a puzzle game. It's just a very straightforward, uh, like try to get around this board while hitting these five triggers without getting hit by this. And when you move one turn, this other thing might move one turn, you know, and there's like different things that act differently. So either things will get in your way when you move or things will get closer to you and might try to kill you. That sounds like 868 hack. Did you ever play that? Uh-uh. Um, it might be iPhone only because I, I played it a lot uh, on my iPad a long time ago. No, it's on computer. It's on Steam. Okay. 868 hack is really good if you want to look up. I think it's on I'm Steam I'm looking now. at it. it. Yeah, it's six bucks on Steam. Yeah. Um, it looks it looks good. but um, 868 hack reminds me a lot of like Fidel Dungeon Rescue without that limitation of not being able to go over your leash. Um, this this feels like if Fidel Dungeon Rescue didn't have similar, like didn't have that yeah. extra um, little aspect to it that differentiates it. But the um, the art is 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 pretty neat. Yeah, City Glitch. It's uh, like three bucks, I think normally, so pretty cheap. It's two bucks now. But again, like I played it. Um, I'll probably play it more because I like these type of like meditative puzzles. Mm-hmm. And um, the art is like very like ephemeral pixel arty. Which I, I tried I like. to look it up. My phone wouldn't let me load a screen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and and so I appreciate it for that. But it wasn't. It's not a marquee. It's just something else I was playing. All right. Yeah. Do you uh, want to talk about your marquee? I will. And I, I, I feel bad doing it because it's a fairly obvious one. I, I usually like to try to find stuff that's a little more obscure. Red uh, Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two. Throwing it down it? on the indie <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> um, Kim, I started over, and Kim and I have been playing uh, Return of the Oberdin. Ah. Because I thought that this would be. She was into the Witness. We played through almost the entirety of the Witness together. Yeah. And this one, we've only done about what I had done before, which is like an hour. Okay. And then she checked out? Uh, no, that's when I started over to play with her, and okay. then it got, got late, and I was like, this is, it's a very slow, methodical thing, and I was like, I need to not play this at 11. <laughs> um, but that game is, it's something special in that I don't know another game like it. Um the artwork is like mystifying. It's I I look at it and I still don't understand how it works. Yeah. Because he's able to con- like that is one of its neatest things and also like makes that game uh tough because so much of it is deducing clues based on the scene you are seeing. Uh-huh. And sometimes that is obscuring stuff but maybe that's intentional. Like I don't know if he's like it would be too easy if it was photorealistic. Like yeah, maybe. Um, but it's all it's it's just an extra attention to detail layer on a game that is already fairly unique. But I feel like he needed to do that visual thing to make it stand out, because on paper there is nothing about this game that would I think make someone want to play it. Just like telling you how it works and how it goes. I'd just be like, uh, all right, that doesn't sound super fun. Yeah, it seems like a game that I, you could have been playing on an Apple 2G. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess then with the look, he's going with that. It's, but. it's pretty spectacular. Um, the gameplay itself is 
you walk around and you essentially get sucked into these vignettes when somebody died. So you find a corpse, you go into the vignette, walk around the scene. Oh, they there's little bits of audio before the vignette. Um, where you don't get to see anything. It's just text on the screen, and you hear, like, stuff happening. So, like, the sound effects of, like, big cracking ships or, like, cannons firing, and you hear people yelling at each other, and that is part of your clue. And then you go to the moment someone died, and you can walk around that. Is there any explanation for, like, why you're able to do that as a investigator? Not really. Okay. Yeah, not, at there's least no, not like, yet. There's no... Uh... There's a what? It's an item you have that lets you travel into these moments okay there's no like gypsy curse or <laughs> no no it, it's like a, a, a pocket watch that has a skull on it and you open it and you point it at a corpse and it like does this thing where it makes blackness fill the screen and then when it comes back from that you hear the audio and then you're walking around the moment um but then like the whole goal is just like papers please there's like a book you know, like a physical thing that you are flipping through. Yeah. That is sort of like the story of this ship. Mm -hmm. Divided up into chapters. Each chapter has X amount of people that died in it. And each page is like somebody. So you have to identify who everyone is. You have a list that is the manifest and how they died. Um, So it's like Mad Lib style, like... This unknown person met an unknown fate, and you can change both those things, and your goal is to find out what happened to everyone on the ship. And is there some connection running through all these, like some big calamity that Um, people It jumps around. So the first chapter is the end. (laughs) It's literally what it's called, the end. And you see, like, uh, the captain die. Okay. In, like, the, the second vignette or whatever. So then... The next one you play is like chapter three, which is where this other huge, horrible moment happened. And I don't know how much of them, like if it's different points in time of this boat and this is how everyone died, or if A led to B led to C. Yeah. I don't know yet. Um, but I don't want to give too much away because... Yeah, like, it looks neat. I'm excited to play it. The The big joy of it is seeing stuff you weren't expecting. Um, it's like the the most game game part of it is when you f- when you identify three people how who they are how they died if you have three correct then it turns into a platformer <laughs> <laughs> you it, have to jump around it'll it'll like typeset them into the book meaning these are right yeah um so you can set information that is incorrect and it does it says it, it cross references with three um and then your notes in the book are like on scraps of paper and then when it checked my three things that i had done and they were correct it it got rid of that and put it in like type instead of handwritten so it's like the game's way of saying you're correct you you, like you got these um and dog huh you got these dog you got these dog there was um there's a giant photo that shows a picture of everyone that's on the manifest that you keep referencing. That's neat. Um, and their faces are blurred until the game's like, you have enough information to know who this is. So that feels a little like 
cheating's the wrong word, but it's like that feels like weirdly fantastic or like tipping its hand at you. Like, yeah. all right, you know this now. Like this type of game to me seems like they would not tell you whether or not you have enough information, but maybe it's too hard then. Yeah. Um, it's a really neat experience. It's not crazy. It also expensive. adds like then you not only have a magic watch, you have a magic picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the magic element of it, you just sort of have to accept. Yeah. But the the rules of that game's world, I still don't quite understand. But it's a neat enough thing and a different enough thing that I still want to try it. Um. So, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about Crossing Souls. Please tell me about Crossing Souls. It's a Devolver game because those are the only games I seem to be playing. <laughs> yeah, Minute is also Devolver. It is, yeah. yeah. I just basically... So is Gungeon. Brought to you by Devolver. If it, I, I seriously buy like 80% of what they put out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm usually happy about it. Like even Minute I didn't love, but I was ha- like... Yeah. It, it came through on what I wanted. I bought a Devolver shirt the other day. Awesome. It, it's, it looks like a giant sloppy burger. I wish I bought a loot box coin. I know it was up to fifteen thousand when I when I bought my my shirt, um, and then two days before that, I think it was like three twenty. I saw it at one hundred and fifty once. Ooh, so that was the time to buy. Yeah, it was. Now it's uh, fifteen thousand. If you still haven't seen the E three presentation from last, I year, still haven't. Joey, just freak. Oh, we, after this, we got to watch it. It's so good. But uh, Crossing Souls is um, originally what what brought me to it was in the video they have animation uh cutscenes that look like uh almost like the old super mario show or like you know remember the zelda saturday morning cartoon but the very specific like that captain n looking or like what the zelda looked like Mm -hmm. uh you know excuse me princess one yeah uh the the what is that shitty console the vector or uh yeah like dragon lair yeah yeah looking shit uh it has cutscenes like that uh you know except it it keeps things in perspective it doesn't bring you to four three which Mm -hmm. is nice but uh it has like vhs screen flicker and it has you know so they're trying to create this time period and it does the best recreation of a Spielberg movie. Okay, yeah, I was in gonna a say, long is this like, time, like an eighties kids go on an adventure. It it is like Goonies. And yep. It 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 keeps more faithful than like Stranger Things, though. Also, I haven't seen Goonies. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm not one of those people who are like freaking out. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah. I, I you know I think it's enjoyable even without the nostalgia, which is what I'd say about this game is like, I enjoyed it. It didn't just feel like nostalgia baiting. Yeah. It felt like it did what the things are that made those 80 eighties movies cool. Like, um, ghostbusters or like Goonies or whatever, which is it takes kids as your main character, but it doesn't make them into kid movies. Yeah. So the kids still say like shit (laughs) and the kid, you know, and like curse and And the stakes are real. The stakes, like, things die you know like it doesn't treat you with kid gloves but it creates this like exciting um you know uh world that you can feel like a kid but still feel like what you're doing is is with purpose and uh the bad guys you know are are in 80s things are usually like very Mm one-dimensional we kind of grew out of that and they are in this too but it's satisfying that might be the nostalgia in me enjoying that part of it yeah um but i i like it you know where it's like there's this army guy who's your enemy whose name is ruthless 
you know <laughs> okay <laughs> which is just like on so, the nose. so on the nose but i still like loved it yeah um and it's it's uh actiony so you have like um you know an attack button and a jump button but the interesting thing is you have five different characters that are all chill you know this group of kids that you can switch back and forth and there's like one guy who can jump and swing a baseball bat there's a uh, another guy who's like the nerd scientist guy who has like floating um shoes but he can't jump and he also can shoot like a laser is it platformer it's not it's like top down or like isometric e um though so does it play like a zelda like an old like a link to the past style um no because there's a there's also a puzzle aspect because you can switch between like this view of the world and then like the undead view of the world where you can see ghosts and things where like you that can, you saying you cross souls you cross souls oh, okay. exactly got it uh so sometimes you need to like send out your you send out like a, a one character to go sit here in the ghost world and then flip back and go over you know bring your guys over here so there's some puzzle ish like puzzles um and like one of your guys is a strong guy so he can't jump but he can like move heavy things so you mm-hmm. gotta switch to him and so you're just switching around um and it's 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 platformy but it's not side scrolling it's like top down ish bastion uh yeah yeah i'd say it looks kind of like that okay um and the the fighting is is not as uh in depth as bastion Mm -hmm. um and it's generally like an easy fighter but it doesn't feel like boring okay so you can move through it quick and you're rarely if ever gonna die from fighting but the fights are not boring so is this game good because of its coat of paint i i i also I mean, it's kind of hard to separate because not just the coat of paint, but it's the writing and it's the story and it's uh, the way that you move it. The the gameplay moves you through and the art. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to say that that's a coat of paint when that is a lot of the game. Right. Um, Have you finished it? You're still going. I'd say I'm probably like eighty percent through. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, I can see where I saw all the wind up and the swing, and now I'm just seeing the the bat connect. You Mm -hmm. know. Um, I saw the the trailer with the animation, yeah, and I was just like, I just don't know if I want it because like I made some assumption. I don't. remember It's not it was. Dragon's Lair. If that's because no, that no, was no, my no. first worry was no. Like, I knew it had that was just like the intro or whatever, but the gameplay itself, I was like, I'm not gonna play I, for whatever reason. I feel like I thought it was like a straight RPG or something. But it's it was, not. I mean, you really there's no stats. You're not like leveling up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. You can see, okay, the I mean, art is really pretty. good. Yeah, yeah. It, the attention, to the animations, and the artwork, and everything is really, really yeah. good. I've had a lot of fun with it. I think it's it's very satisfying, even if you don't have that nostalgia for those movies mm. that I do. But I, it's hard for me to have that much distance because <laughs> I do have that nostalgia thing. But right. just the fact that um, that there's gameplay there that I think is also wacky and fun. It it like almost has elements in the humor of like old like Day of the Tentacle also ish. Oh okay. But it's not an adventure game. It's you know it's an action adventure. Mm-hmm. But you're not you're solving uh, puzzles sometimes, but you're not like fetch questing or pixel hunting or anything. I I, I really appreciated what they were going for. 
and just didn't feel like I ever needed to buy it for some reason. I think it's worth buying, especially, you know, it's it, it's not an expensive game. And yeah. if it's on sale, you'll find it. I think it I saw it on sale on Switch at one point, too. I, it's it's cool. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I will beat it for sure. Cool. And just the amount of art is really good. Like How much animated, like full animation? Oh, the full animation? Is that just like beginning? No, there's beginning, and then there's probably like um, like five seconds or four second cutscenes every mm. now and again. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a ton because I'm sure it takes a yeah, really long yeah. time, um, but it's good. It's it's basically like I need to get you from A to B, so I'll fill that in to make make it make sense. You know, uh, like okay. a, a cave door will be opening, and then uh, I will have a cutscene where a guy shows up in a helicopter and shooting at you, so you run into the cave. Oh, okay. You know, then the door slams behind you. That that kind of. I so see. it's it's appropriate. I, oh, that's cool. how I think cutscenes should be, not the freaking not cinematic twenty minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes Phantom Within typeset. Um. Well, very cool. I I have so many things, especially this time of year. Now it's like you know, big shit is also coming out that I doubt I'll get to that anytime soon, but. I was interested in it when I saw it, and I kept clicking on it. I was like, this is clearly something I'm into. I just am not in the mood for that type of game right now. Um, I also installed Agony Unrated. Ah, oh, your most anticipated game of the century. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Did not you a, fire it up? Yeah. It, it sucks? It, it looks nice. Um, I haven't really gotten to a lot of the game game yet. Uh, I have a feeling it'll be like that one where you got to sneak with the lantern amnesia okay um like you don't have the ability to fight so i think you have to sneak uh, around have you fired up lust your other game of this century uh no what was that uh uh, whatever yeah it's something lust fuck no i haven't since that (laughs) one time it really got me i i haven't turned it back on um maybe it is just called lust thought it was lust in darkness or lust i don't know i have no interest in it (laughs) um no i haven't but agony unrated it was on the steam sale i got original agony for 14 dollars, and then when unrated came out you got unrated for free if you own the original cool so good on them at least and people are like actually reviewing this positively now instead of review bombing it for being censored yeah um so i don't know there's, there's dicks in it and there's, there's boobs in it and like and you're in hell which i i just i really love seeing people's interpretations of hell because yeah. i think it lets people be fucked up in like a way that most stories you can't yeah um and like dante's inferno and all that stuff yeah so that's like more mostly what i wanted to come to it for like playing it is whatever it's fine it's nothing great um a lot more talking than i was expecting but then it's like you just kind of walk by it feels like the worst Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, you'll walk past an opening, and then there's just some lady with, like, her boobs out and a baby, and then there's, like, just blood everywhere. And then you walk past another window, and it's like, oh, here's this guy with something on his face, and his dick's out. (laughs) But they're just, like, you can't interact with them at all. They're just kind of there doing, like, a, uh, I'm in hell. My dick. (laughs) Yeah, my dick. (laughs) So... I, I think it and does then what you it walk accomplishes. by another window and a guy's wearing pants. He's like, I was a nudist. My <laughs> biggest nightmare is wearing pants. I think I just gotten to the point where I was going to have to like hide from stuff. Yeah. So that's probably like 45 minutes, an hour in. 
Um, I was playing it at work, which was risky because there was <laughs> nothing going on. I was like, someone's going to come in here when there's just a big floppy junk. You can't everywhere. lock your door. I could, but it's pretty obvious something's <laughs> up. <laughs> Why is your door locked? Because I'm doing my grown-up time. What are those groaning sounds? <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it looks surprisingly nice for the game. You know, like for <laughs> for uh, being what I assume is a smaller studio, and it was kickstarted and all that stuff. Like it looks bigger budget than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think we can call that a show. You got anything else you want to bring up before we go? No, I think that's good. Solid. Find more at explosionmagico.com. You can write to us, wazpod at gmail, or is it wazpod at at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, Five-star reviews on iTunes would be awesome. Yes. Uh, Uh, I don't believe we have any new ones. I haven't checked in forever, so I I honestly don't know. I'm going to try to check our email while you you can sign out more. You can also uh, wazpod at Twitter. At Waspod or our Waz group on Steam. Uh, you can also contact Joey at Clockface on Steam or me, DYBNO, on Steam. Um, there's also uh, a Kingdom Loathing group, which uh, you can <laughs> You don't run. need to bring up Kingdom Loathing. You can anyway. run. Um, you can go to the Waz or um, the Explosive Magical page to buy shirts. You can buy custom shows. It's the holiday season, probably three months ago, but when this is posted. <laughs> no, this will be out. Somebody wants gifts, and what better gift than a gross skinball shirt that Joey's drawn? Or, or the Dune shirt. Or the Dune shirt. Confound your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also uh, listen to the other Explosive Magico shows. Um, Explosive movie show. Uh, Criterion Knots just came back with its triumphant return. Back to Pasolini. With its uh, gross movies that somehow <laughs> made the cut yep. uh, on Criterion. Um, and you can also check out Explosive Movie Show and uh, LOLJK and another show that Joey and I hosted for a while that uh, called the Fancy Pants Podcast, um, where we literally would just uh, review pants uh, that we would sometimes fit into, sometimes not. So it was some hilarious banter, uh, like, "Hey, you know, you won't be able to zip that up." And then Joey'd be like, "I'll zip you up." And then you know, some back and forth that are all pants related. Um, ep- uh, <laughs> some good pants jokes. Some real good pants jokes. Uh, episodes I would recommend um, trying out is the shorts episode, which is episode three. <laughs> Um, yeah, there was, uh, it also at one point we started huffing gasoline and, uh, Joey became really concerned that I could see his balls through the end of the shorts and he kept screaming at me not to look at him. Uh, then I ended up suffocating under a pair of pants that I didn't realize how to put them on properly. Joey had to rip me out of them, but I wasn't clear if he was doing it because he saw that I was hurt or because he was trying to attack me for... (laughs) looking at his balls through his shorts anyways uh fancy pants podcast so go back check that out (laughs) see you next time